0: Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's
1: how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through
0: their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie
1: that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together.
0: The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person.
1: Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's, uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> our guest this week is the number 25.
0: <laughs> it's our 25th anniversary. In podcast episodes. In podcast episodes, not in years. And we're no closer to that MailChimp money than we were <laughs> when we started.
1: We'll get there. But in the meantime, we wanted to take a look back at some of our favorite tangents. Because when we first started the show, I think maybe we thought it was going to be about movies. Yeah. And really, it's about people. It really is about people. And specifically, it's about the tangents that these conversations take. And so... We're just going to play you a couple of our favorites. In
0: honor of our 25th episode.
1: In honor of our 25th episode, we're going to play you some of our favorite tangents. For new listeners, these are maybe some episodes you want to hear the whole episode. For old listeners, a little stroll down memory lane. So this first clip is from episode 18 with Mikael. And his American Beauty question was, what's the best movie you've ever seen on a plane? And he, he had, had a, a very interesting response. Yeah, and it led us into some interesting uh, territory but give us the pitch what was great about the movie and what was great about
0: seeing it on a plane? The small screen, the way it was intended.
2: Yeah, I saw it on an iPad and um, the guy who is so I always sit on the window, um, uh-huh. I'm 6'3 um, and so of course I prefer a exit row, which I rarely get but I can't sit on the aisle because my knees always get bumped by the people Oof. riding through so, and I'm in the window seat and the person who's on the aisle after i watched the film literally like literally the film ended and he like reaches across a person in the middle and like taps me and is like you just watched the best film in the history of man <laughs> <laughs> like it was the most epic because the film is epic and the ending is epic once you guys see it it's incredible uh-huh. and then somebody like you know does that to you it was it was what made the film very memorable yeah. for not me, to derail
0: but this brings up the question i've always wondered is what is the Etiquette with watching, like movies with nudity or violence on a, plane? on a plane.
2: See, that's a good question. I think the etiquette goes that if
0: it is like Game of Thrones is something that you'd see all the time, or like Lars Van
2: Trier's fucking
1: Nymphomaniac. Like you
0: can't right. watch that on a plane. That
2: you can't watch. No, a I mean Game of Thrones Game of,
0: is something
1: that everybody watches. So
2: yeah, and it's also typically just bare breasts, which I do agree is not for everyone. But I will say, unless you're watching it like on like some you know 17-inch MacBook Pro, you know if it's on an iPad or iPhone, I think the person sitting to the left of you can just look away. But you know if it's on a laptop, I think it's you know you shouldn't watch something that's like
0: overly. So gratuitous. you don't feel like you have to turn to the person to the right of you and say. I'm about to watch a movie that has bare breasts, <laughs> some full frontal nudity. Some
2: fru- I mean, if there's any, are you comfortable with this? <laughs> if there's any like non-rated or like X-rated material, I think it's just off the table. Like you can't watch it on the plane unless okay. it's on your iPhone. But if there is some bare breasts and stuff like that, and a person is under the age of 20, definitely, you got to say something.
0: Interesting. 20 is the cutoff, huh? I
2: think 20. 20-
0: Old enough to... Because <laughs> you
2: just never know. To. It's like, you know, hey... But what do you say to them? No, I don't think That's I could ever I'm do saying. it. That's what I'm saying. No one's ever no, ta- like, thought I couldn't or do talked it. No, about this. I take we it need rules. I backtrack. No. I'm, I, I, I,
0: yeah. There is a social contract. We're acknowledging it, but we don't yeah. know what it is. <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: And you can't watch porno. The, and then the other side of it is... What's the etiquette for when you're sitting there and the person next to you is watching something really graphic? Mm. Like some really hardcore? And like, yeah, so you sort of have to look a- away. Like, it feels like you should look away, but I don't know if that makes it worse. Yeah.
3: There or you just
1: lock eyes with them and just... <coughs> You Those, just stare
2: uh, at them. Like you just turn and just stare at them the whole time. You don't look at the screen, you just look at them. Or you, know, you
1: do what the guy did to you is you wait till it's over and then you go,
0: You just saw the greatest movie of all time. You just saw the greatest porno of all exactly. time. <laughs> It's so funny because I just had this issue where I was watching Ex Machina on my iPad, uh-huh. a movie you recommended yeah, to me. A and movie I was, Brian
1: Bender recommended to me and then I recommended it to you. And
0: I was just in the in clear and I was riveted and it was great. And then the last 15 minutes, there's just <laughs> epic amounts of full frontal nudity by some very attractive women. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my wife turns to me and says what are you watching? <laughs> and I mean, luckily I didn't have to sort of like get her permission before, right. but this whole iPad is dangerous. Cause that's a, a movie that should be watched by many people. Right? I don't, you don't know. see it coming. You don't know that it's going to turn. We into need, that. we really need to put the, the world's greatest minds on this topic to yeah. really figure this one out.
1: All right. So the next clip is from our first couples episode. Not only our first couples, but our first Skype episode. I think Doug was first. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think right. this was our second Skype episode. Um, but it was our first couples episode, and John and Molly learned something about each other that they didn't know before. Mm. And you're going to hear that revelation uh, in real time. Episode 9, Molly and John. When John and I first met, one of the first things I said was, your voice really reminds me of Rob Delaney's voice.
4: What? <laughs>
5: I brought this up to Molly, and she does not.
1: I can tell she
5: still because we because we uh, We're love huge catastrophe.
4: Catastrophe fans.
1: Me too. Yeah. You don't hear that in his voice. Not anything about him, but just literally the timbre of his voice. Mm. John, say something filthy.
5: Uh, <laughs> say the dir- c-word. Dirty butts and cunts.
1: <laughs> you don't hear
5: that? Say something dirty. Those were all, every one of the words that I said were, except for and, was either literally or uh, <laughs> dirty uh, figuratively dirty. <laughs>
4: Believe that One
5: of the, the words was I, actually dirty. I thought you were
3: going to say something like "sexy dirty."
5: Uh, no, uh, no, mean I meant do that like on a podcast.
3: But yeah. you'll say "dirty butts" and "cunts" on a podcast. C- the C
5: word was was a, a personal request. I was. That's,
0: yeah, you, uh, I, I tell you, here's why I like the C word because it reveals a lot about like who you say it around. It just reveals everything about. The person, like yeah. I just know, like Molly, it just like, it's a, just you can't go there.
3: Sorry to debunk your theory. I once screamed at a, <laughs> <laughs> at a woman who cut me off. Really?
4: Yes,
3: yeah, she was, was I in was, the car. No, I was. I think I was in high
4: school. It or no, maybe. Anyways, it was she deserved it.
0: <laughs> and he, mm-hmm.
4: moving she, on, she changed I trust your, and she, I trust her
0: she and she changed her
5: ways. Yeah, she really learned a lesson. <laughs> so wait, so did, did I sound like Rob Delaney or not?
4: I don't think so.
1: I this I still think so. All right, um,
4: okay. Rob Delaney doesn't have a lateral list.
1: I don't know what that means, but <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: we're a not, lateral not a lateral li- not a lateral list. But sorry, I meant a-
5: <laughs> as wait, have I had a speech impediment this whole time? And go back? <laughs> Did you guys no. just all get together? Like but he every- did
0: misspeak oh. earlier, and you called him out for it. Awerica, team Awerica. Yeah.
5: Has no. oh, it I it's- been that every time anybody has been introduced to me, right before they were introduced, the person said, hey, wait, uh, listen, before you meet John, there's something you should know. No,
3: I said the wrong thing. I meant a sibilant S. <laughs> I have
4: a
5: sibilant
4: S. Si- S, too, but yours is more pronounced than mine.
5: Hmm.
1: here's another clip from that same episode where alex forced me to tell a story that he had heard me tell many times
0: Uh, because it's still so unbelievable and good um for anyone that hasn't heard or have seen the movie kids for a lot of us it really was very difficult and scarring to see yeah um I mean, it's not rated.: No, and, and it, it really I mean I always say that like, I sort of like lost my innocence when I saw it at like 14 or fifteen. like I just like realize like the world is like a fucked up place. <laughs> <Yep>. and now, <laughs> imagine getting to experience that movie with your parents as a 12 year old with your parents sitting to the left of you. Here's the story. I should just ask the question then. What's yeah. the most uncomfortable movie you've ever seen with your parents? I've
1: answered this for my for me. It's kids. We've talked about oh, that. Yeah,
0: Gross. you
5: want that with your parents. It's
0: yeah. a great story. Yeah, it's a really great story. Holy, it, shit. I, just tell. Finish up with the story. What your dad said to you at the end of it after the movie. Uh, your dad. Your dad, by the way, is no- they're notorious for being like. Open and they just want to yeah. be t- tr- full transparency.
4: Yeah.
1: Um. And I was like twelve. <laughs> oh my
3: god. He
1: he turned to me after it because it had we had to address what we had just seen, <laughs> yeah. and he said, um, "What with the AIDS and all that, yeah.
3: <laughs> and the on Among camera real
1: mm-hmm.
4: s- sex time." Yep,
1: that too. And he said, um, he said. I think um, I think those are all things that (laughs) that some teenagers go through, um, but not all in the same day. And then he just yeah. patted, he yeah. patted him on the hat. And, and I was ready.
0: I was ready to be an adult.
5: <laughs>
3: How did they not turn it off in the middle of and say, this isn't appropriate for you. you need Margie to and
0: watch. Mike are too real. They yeah. just keep it too yeah. real. I don't know.
3: That is really real.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So one sort of like uh, added benefit to this show is that I feel like we've each learned a lot. Yeah, we actually learn things. Like we've learned like terms. Yeah, like words that we didn't know. Um, it, we're in. We're about to hear a clip where you learn the word portmanteau.
0: Yeah, still, I, mean, I didn't even know that was a thing. And you've learned like things like what a squib is yeah. and what practical effects are. Yeah. Which are, Squibs happen to be practical effects. <laughs> you learn those on two Most separate days. Most of what days. I've learned
1: is just things from your job. But we've both learned a lot. So, uh, yeah, here's a little clip where... Alex learned something. <laughs> episode 17 with Brian Bender. So, speaking of wrestlers... The next... Mm. (laughs) I think this is going to work. I think this is the name of a wrestler. The next movie you have on here is The Sting. Oh, it is. Oh, (laughs) Sting! Without the definite R. Well fucking done, dude. I like that segue, though. Well done. Yeah.
5: 1973.
1: Classic. I've never seen seen it? it. No
0: hole in my pop culture it's it i mean it's paul newman yeah and robert redford again yeah and we almost saw the he's hustler. got the hustler
1: on here as well
0: oh They're we almost saw those. the hustler a couple weeks ago okay. on, a, on a ctq why are they on there just classics yeah you know you gotta like listen to miles davis who are sometimes. you trying to impress over here bender <laughs> no these
5: these were not manscaped whatsoever no no this is for our um,
1: listeners manscaped Is a a term that now means doctoring of the queue (laughs) to make your penis look bigger. Yeah, your brain penis, basically. I'm just trying to make my pop culture look huge in the mirror. I mean, one of the most fun things about you that became clear, like when we first met, was Uh the terminology you use and the sort of like invented vocabulary. And also, like you and I share a love for the portmanteau, totally. Yeah, that is unprecedented. Yeah, meaning like the combining of two words into one new word. Mm. We might get to some of those later. Like great. Brangelina?
0: But, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh,
1: great. Yeah. Great. That's, that's, I'm just walking around. Basically what Matt is trying to say is that he and I are both just walking around all the time making references to Brangelina yeah. as much as is possible.
0: Yep. <laughs> and Batfleck. That one ended up being kind of topical. I know. I feel kind of sad I feel that we brought up the Brangelina thing only to have cursed them. R.I.P. Brangelina. So this next one is the tangent that started it all. Izzy's banana story. <laughs> this
1: is from episode two. Uh, we've both known Izzy for 20 years, and uh, we saw that there, in the end, there only ended up being two movies in his queue, and one of them was Django Unchained. So we asked him why it was in his queue.
0: And luckily it yielded one of the most epically boring stories <laughs> of all time.
1: So here we go. The Django banana story. <laughs> Django Unchained,
3: great movie. What's the story? Have you seen it? Saw it in the theater. Uh huh. Was really high and on my way to Whole Foods to get some bananas. At the theater? Nope. Oddly on, specific. On a street. Too. Well, it, because I was it was it was I don't know it must have been like Sunday or something. It's like ah, oh, not a lot to do today, but I need to smoke pot and I need to eat some bananas, <laughs> so I'm going to do both of them. Yes. And Why I go to Whole Foods. It's the, so expensive. It is so expensive. It's the closest
1: supermarket to my house. Okay. Okay. And you were, uh, and you were to, high. And you were high. And I was high. So you were going there to buy a banana? To buy some bananas. Or to buy some bananas? To buy some bananas. Okay. Yes.
3: It's crucial. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. crucial okay. to the story. So you're on um, your way to buy some bananas. On my way to buy... I had bought some bananas, and I was on my way home. Oh, okay. Uh, but, you know, it's a very short distance, so... Right. It felt like I could have been on my way. This story is going terribly. No, it's great. Um, and, uh... Bumped into a like a casual friend, someone that I had seen at multiple parties. Was like a friend of a lot of friends. Uh-huh. Um, I call
0: them satellite friends because you just orbit, yeah, and uh, right. occasionally cross paths.
3: Like we never really hung out, but he was a nice guy. I liked him, um, and you know, had that awkward conversation when you're really high and you bump into someone in public and you just like. You're, you're holding a bunch can of bananas. They, you're holding some bananas. And you're like, can they tell that I'm really high? I can, are they high? I can't tell. um So I was just trying. They're to be almost friendly. never high. They're almost never always high. never, never high. high. Never high. Um. I was, so I was trying to have a conversation with him, and I don't know. It was just, like, awkward, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's awkward enough to just bump into someone on in the street and, and try to have a really short conversation. Right. You don't know the scope. Like, oh, is was the expectation that we're going to talk, we're going to say hi, and, I mean, you're going to say hi, and then we're going to walk away, or we're going to have, like, a 20-second conversation. Yeah. We're going to have a 90-second. It's like, there's, you know, you don't you just don't know. Right. And you can't just ask. Be like, hey, just, just a <laughs> clear things up here about how much longer were you expecting yeah. we were going to be trying i hit pause
1: on the song that's playing right. in one ear Right? do i right take now? out both earbuds yeah. like, you liked here? this guy oh yeah great guy so i'm just having fun with this story and, now. and okay. just to, and and just to paint a little more of a picture are you holding at this point like do you have a bag with bananas in it or are you just holding like a I'm bunch of bananas? just holding a bunch of bananas in my hand and have you started eating
3: any of them yet nope. okay. no no but just, just holding them okay great just holding them in, in my in my palm okay um, and so in this awkward conversation He was like Dave, his name's Dave he was like, oh, I'm going to see uh, Django Unchained And I was like, oh, I I heard That was really good are you going to see it? He's like, oh, just, you know, at the theater around the corner He's like, oh, what, what are you up to? He's like, oh, I was just buying some bananas He's <laughs> like, oh, dude do, do you want to come to see Django Unchained with me? Like yeah, I do, um, but I have to have to put these bananas away 1st uh-huh. so you know, we were about one block from my house, so he walked with me to my house, uh-huh, then he didn't come inside though, I put
0: the bananas away, that just to show you like what kind of friendship you had. it's like say I've seen so many movies, and I've never done the ad hoc, like, join up with someone when I was out to do something else. That, to me, is fascinating. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Well, and I think then those are all of my
3: favorite movies I have seen spontaneously. Because then, like, no expectations,
1: no idea what I'm getting into. I, yeah, I, after seeing some movie in a theater, I feel like it was The Hulk. I snuck into You Don't Mess With The Zohan. (laughs) It was like, I don't know, probably a half hour into it. And I just, I don't know. I just went for it. And I loved it. I laughed so hard for like a half hour. And then as the plot started to like get to the point where they needed to actually wrap it up, I just left. (laughs) So I just got like a half hour of great Adam Sandler jokes. Cream of the crop. And that was it. And it was awesome. And if I had known I was going to see that movie, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much. So you and, Dave, exactly. you and Dave connect. Yep. Bananas dropped off. And again, not to harp on the bananas, did you eat one? Like, the whole point was you were going to go because you wanted to eat a banana. Oh, no. I just wanted to have bananas. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next clip is from episode 11 with Brian Bergen. And,
0: um... Half-Baked was in his queue, and he said like,
1: yeah, I've seen it, but I think I was kind
0: of high when I saw it. we couldn't, we had to get to the bottom of whether or not...
1: Whether it counted, because if he hadn't seen it, then we needed to watch it with him, because it's a classic. (sighs) And he's a big stoner. Yeah. But if he had seen it, then we weren't allowed to watch it. So here's what we did. (laughs) I found a Half-Baked quiz on funtrivia.com. Okay. Question number one. (laughs) what is thurgood's favorite candy it's multiple choice okay chocolate munch chewy gooey abba zaba or razzle dazzle i say abba zaba correct oh wow it is he says Zabba. abba wow. zaba you're my only friend maybe it's just like buried in there or something thurgood said his job title was master of blank custodial arts Ooh! I didn't even need to read you the options. He, he, I mean, Alex kind
0: of refreshed the That's I would have gotten that one. He but.
1: says, or janitor, if you want to be a dick about it. <laughs> what was the name of the fast food place Scarface worked at? Um, McBurger, his royal beefiness, king beef, or Burgerama? Uh, I'm going to guess Burgerama. Incorrect. Mm. I'm not going to tell you the right answer. Okay. What caused the horse to die when Kenny fed it junk food? It had a heart attack, it was a diabetic, it was allergic to popcorn, or it had gas i have no idea literally no idea um it had gas um, wrong damn
2: buttercup. next question
1: yeah. <laughs> what was the horse's name <laughs> alex oh, just man. gave away that oh, and i didn't even really hear him so lightning sugar bear sweet pea or buttercup did you say lightning is that what you said i don't know oh lightning go, go no lightning. it was buttercup ah, Shit. <laughs> which is what alex said question six who is Thurgood going to call if Kenny wasn't back in ten minutes? Domino's, the police, his mother, or the Happy Palace? Mm, I'm gonna go Happy Palace. Incorrect. Swinging a miss. What's the name of the company Thurgood works for? Frankincense and Myrrh, Frankincense and Burr, <laughs> Franklin Sense and Jones, or Frankincense and Sir? Franklin's What was the third one? Let's see, Franklin Sense and Jones. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Also wrong, man. There's 17 more questions. <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean, I I'd probably go 0 for 17. But
0: I love the the way that in which you answered those. Like you read the uh, the answers. You your voice didn't waver one bit. It was a hard quiz. <laughs> I was surprised you were very, until the frankincense and myrrh. You were right on point. Well, because I wasn't seeing that what the right answers were. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't have a
1: good poker face or a poker voice. I
0: like. mean, that that quiz was hard for even a big. Half-baked fan.
1: Yeah, for sure. So this next clip uh, was sort of born out of an email that was taking us to task for saying that Citizen Kane was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Which is a stance that I stand by, that maybe you've backed off a little, but I still think that Citizen Kane was a pile of shit. Yeah. And uh, so we got an email, and that led us in a direction that none of us could have
0: expected. But was it a time for our friend Stephen Davis to really shine... Episode 5 with Steve Dave. It was called Q&A.
1: Wild Wild West by Will Smith. Great song, but isn't it more enjoyable after hearing the original sample I Wish by Stevie Wonder? Your whole life you've been hearing the echoes, why not hear the source? You might not love Citizen Kane when you watch it, but it'll put you in a better position to analyze and critique modern cinema. So put it on your cues, get some bananas and give it a shot. Sincerely, Magnolia Fan at moviepoopshoot.com. <laughs> <laughs> That is a great message. It's
0: a great defense, too.
1: Yeah. It's really...
0: You know, I mean, thank you, Trev. I mean, Magnolia fan for writing that in. Because, you know, in jest, I mean, we were definitely having some fun with it. Yeah. And, you know, essentially, it's just a matter of like, right? Like, the cotton gin, no one's arguing that the cotton gin isn't a great invention. Right. But we wouldn't sit here today and be as fascinated with its mechanics and ins and outs. Yeah. No offense, Eli Whitney. Yeah.
3: Who didn't invent it at all. But anyway.
0: Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) Buckle up, guys!
3: He made made minor tweaks and then rushed to the patent office. But I totally agree with what you're saying. It totally applies. Hold on. It's true. Tell us more. No, it's basically, it's like any invention where a lot of people have similar ideas at the same Mm -hmm. time, it slowly develops over time, and the guy who makes something that he can get a patent on tends to get... More credit than all right.
1: On. So what know. we're saying is the official clearing the queue stance is fuck you, Eli Whitney. <laughs> I know. And if we have any Eli Whitney fans out there that want to write in and yeah. defend him, yeah. clearing the queue at gmail cool. All right. So here's a clip from episode 22 with Heather Christian. Yeah,
0: she had a really heartbreaking story about her honeymoon and how she left the movie Godzilla, the most recent one with Brian Cranston, and in a vomitous uh, fury because she got motion sick with her husband. <laughs> it's good. It's worth listening to
1: the whole story. But that leads us to... Uh... That leads us to a tangent. And this tangent uh, involves a conspiracy theory or a mystery that you've been trying to solve for uh, almost 20 years at this point yep. about the soundtrack to the 90s Godzilla movie. And here it is. Yeah. Alex has has a mystery that he's been trying to solve for about almost 20 as well years just, at this point. Yeah, we might as well just... I mean, I don't think you're going to be able to solve it, but
0: who knows? Okay. You might... Be able to help. Try me. Uh, so there was a, a Green Day song on that soundtrack, uh-huh. and it was a brain stew remix, yes. Godzilla remix, yes, quote unquote. The Godzilla remix. I just listened to this two days ago. What? (laughs) Yeah. What was... Why? How?
4: Because I was trying to locate... There was a... I was driving down Santa Monica Boulevard. And I was like, what is that song from the 90s that's like Santa Monica Boulevard? And I was like, I couldn't figure... I couldn't place if it was a woman's voice or a man's (laughs) voice. Oh, wow. So I was just like, okay, 90s people who sing with like obnoxious teenager inflection. Green Day So The first place I went Was Green Day I'm like Spotify a bunch of Green Day And I was like Wait a minute No it's that song From Godzilla <laughs> And this is the <laughs> Remix part <laughs> The
0: Godzilla roar That goes
4: Arr-arr-arr.
0: I can't do it uh-huh. I'm too sick To even try that <laughs> T- To do Godzilla <laughs> You try. <tried.
4: laughs> anyway it took me it took me about an hour to But yeah, it was so uh, Crow and not
1: uh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could that was, that was just, I should have a, just a circ- called you the route to get to Well, Trail yeah. Crow via Green Day.
4: I
0: did.
1: But so what Alex has been wondering mm-hmm. since it came out Yeah. is like whose idea was it to do a remix? that was just the regular song
0: plus Godzilla roar
4: it's not a remix yeah no, no it's
0: definitely not no And did like did billy joe and company get final approval on it or did they just be like no nah, we're cool with this one i don't, I don't know i want to know and if the guy who came up with the idea got like a bonus or something like that because it's like pretty insane because it was already a
1: hit at that point yeah it wasn't yeah. like a new song of theirs it was no. like it had been on the radio for like years it
4: was like their third really visible record too yeah. i don't think green day particularly gave a shit at that point no, they were already like making money out over this.
1: yeah would you greenlight a remix that was just one of your songs but with the godzilla roar can in the middle do what does
4: that it? paperwork look like we can talk <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, after the Heather Christian episode, we got an email from my dad. And he just wanted to let us know. It's a long email. We're not going to read the whole he's like, thing.
0: Daddy, sorry for exposing you to the movie Kids at such a young age.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's heard that one yet. But, uh, but in the Heather Christian episode, we mentioned the movie Lara, starring Dana Andrews. Like a 1940s. Yeah, some 40s thing. And my dad wrote this email that I can sum up by basically saying that Dana Andrews had a brother, and uh, his brother was Harlan Andrews, who was the principal of Bel Air High School, which is the high school that my dad went to in Houston, Texas, in the 60s and early 70s, uh, with Dennis Quaid. So, he just wanted to let us know, like, maybe there's a reason that we should watch an old movie, because his old high school principal's (laughs) brother stars in it. He couldn't have been more right. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we've got one last clip to play. It's a bonus clip. It's previously unreleased. Yep, that's right. And something that we didn't foresee when we first started uh, this podcast was that most people don't know their Netflix passwords. No. And so, although we released this as episode 4, the episode with Dan Riley was the first one that we ever recorded. It was kind of a test of the... It's kind of like a test and of he was proof of concept. He was, he was amazing. He was better than we were. And uh, we didn't Tell him ahead of time that he had to prepare anything, we were like, just show up. And he showed up and we were like, Alright, what's your Netflix password? Here's my computer, sign in and he was like, Oh, I don't know my Netflix password. <laughs> so, um this clip is what happens when uh when you don't know your Netflix password. What do you do? It's what we would all do. So Dan is uh trying to remember his Netflix password. Yes, which
4: this is gonna take several That's tries. Right, I guess that was wrong.
1: What what, would, what did you try first? What was your first password you tried?
4: I, well, I'm not telling you my <laughs> my Netflix password. You're gonna you're gonna alter my cue. I almost before I came was like I should probably look up my Netflix password. Password. <laughs> Have you ever worked at a job where you had to
0: constantly change it, like every three months? I've never worked at a job. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
0: I've never thought about it in those terms
1: before. I've never played in a band that's made me change my password. That's <laughs> have
0: true. you? Yeah, ESPN had to.
4: Do you want to reset I might. It? I might have to phone a friend. I might have to call Catherine. That's okay. That's great. That would be. I wish we were set <laughs> up to record that. <laughs> like, most embarrassing.
1: Not most embarrassing. No, it's my fault. I, at several points, thought that I should tell Sorry. you to, to get your.
4: Let me call her. I could put it on speaker for Yeah, put it on speaker. Want. It'll be funny. Let's see if she answers. Maybe she knows what it is. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. You're being recorded on the um, podcast <laughs> here. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember my Netflix password. And I was wondering if you could go into my computer to look it up, or if you know what it is. Oh. But if you know what it is, don't say yeah, it. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say it. Because then we'll know. Okay. Then they'll know, and they're going to alter my cue, which would be a travesty. That's not the name of this show. But <laughs> I think alter my cue. Yeah. <laughs> but it's close. Wait, so
5: just go into your, um, your key, whatever that thing is? Yeah, the uh,
4: keychain access. Oh, the keychain, okay. On the uh, computer. And you know, okay. my, my my password on my computer is the same as the Netflix password? No, <laughs> I wish I wish it was that simple. You know, like the, the login is the same as the keychain access password, which okay. you don't have to say out loud. Okay. Um, and if I'm sure she do is I'll. You I want to text it?
5: I have it? my own password, even though it's the same account, so oh. I'll look at that. too if it's
4: faster. Well, you can text it. Text, text it to text me too. Okay. Well, and also, I think Catherine should be a part of this because she has altered my queue in the past. As much as I love Angela Lansbury, I do not watch as much Murder, She Wrote (laughs) as is evident in my queue. We'll be the judge of
0: that. (laughs) So, to all dear listeners, it's been a really, really fun 25 episodes. Sure has. We look to see you in another 25.
1: And also, we made a Spotify playlist to celebrate today. It's a selection of songs based on each one of the movies we watched. So, like, for Cropsy, we've got I'm Your Boogeyman by Casey and the Sunshine Band. For Coming to America, we've got Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. For uh, Best in Show, we've got Gonna Buy Me a Dog by The Monkees. It's a fun list. Uh, you can check it out by following me on Spotify, Matt Bogdanow, Or you can go to tinyurl.com slash ctqmusic, and that'll take you right there. But until then, we are zero <laughs> steps closer to
0: Clearing, clearing the, the queue. queue. That was Clearing the Queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us
1: at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Queue is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast. Instagram at Clearing Facebook.com slash Clearing the Queue. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how you do that.